0: Hi, and welcome to The Lonely Triathlete. My name is Todd, and I am The Lonely Triathlete, coming to you from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where I can see my breath even if you can't. It's that cold. Um, It's no Costa Rica, let me just say that. But you know what? It's January 21st, and I don't know about you, but I am ready to start training again. It's been long enough. I mean, my back is recovered. My boiled toe is recovered. My beautiful, relaxing six week vacation in Costa Rica where while I was active, I didn't do much actual training. That's over and done with. And uh, COVID, COVID's over, recovered. I mean, I don't know about you, if you've ever had the pleasure of having COVID over the last few years, but it took me about a month to stop coughing. So put that at the very beginning of January. And then at that point I was able to slowly ramp up my training. My poor partner, she's been sick with post-COVID symptoms for going into her eighth week. So I'm not gonna complain. But I am ready to start training. And as I said, I've been slowly over the past three weeks ramping up my cycling, ramping up my running, kind of getting myself prepared for being able to take on an actual training plan. And when I say slowly, I mean I've only recently, this week, got my cycling up to 45 minutes per session and my runs up to 35 minutes. And um, I started on my swim, really loved getting back in the water. Oh, a pool, very different than the ocean with my stingray friends, but back in the water. But given that my partner's got post-COVID, uh, long COVID we've decided I'm going to stay away from training in any kind of public Locations so swim training is out for the foreseeable future So I'm going to be researching some dry land training to start up next week And I'll just replace my swim with dry land training for a while. It is what it is It's what we're gonna what we're gonna to have to do so um, Considering I've effectively lost three months of training over last year, and I had such a great season last year, I've decided that I'm gonna take a bit of a risk, and I'm going to increase my weekly training volume by about 40%. So I'm taking on what would be called a a mid-volume training plan. So it means instead of training you know, four to six hours a week, I'll be training seven to nine hours a week. And it's a bit of an experiment to see if by increasing my uh, weekly slash annual volume by that much can help me make up for losing the past three months of training I'm completely aware that by doing this I'm significantly increasing my risk of injury so I've decided to take on some well I'll just have to be obviously more uh, aware of recovery from a nutritional perspective and a behavioral perspective and on that note there are three new things I'm excited to take on this year uh, for post-workout recovery and, and health enhancement. The first one is cold exposure. So I have a heck of a time waking up at 6.30 in the morning here in BC when it's pitch black outside. In fact, it doesn't really start to lighten up till about 7.45, um, which is terrible. I have to get my workouts in um, before work starts and if I can't even get myself, you know, half awake by the time my workout starts, I'm not going to have a good workout. So, I've decided, and I've been doing this for the last couple of weeks. But I've I've had my morning shower as soon as I get out of bed, get myself clean, and then go from the nice warm water to shocking cold water for one to three minutes. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, I've got it up to uh, three minutes of actual cold exposure in the shower believe me that first minute sucks that first minute I'm just for deep breathing and just convincing myself that this is what I want to do and then after that first minute the next two not hard not hard I mean I am cold obviously and it takes some willpower to stay in it but it's not like I'm not suffering and, and crying out loud like a little baby like, like I was for the first week during the first minute so I think the cold exposure is going to do a whole bunch of things. One is going to help wake me up. It's a good adrenaline boost, dopamine boost. It's going to increase my mood or improve my mood first thing in the morning. And there's also some some science to be said about the body's warming of itself in the morning as part of the wake up ritual, so the body naturally starts to warm up throughout the day. And in the morning, as you start to warm up, that's the wake up signal. So I'm hoping that uh, that cold exposure, aside from the other health benefits that cold exposure brings, hope that it helps me kind of wake up and get going in the morning. Second thing that I'm doing is I'm using a light box. So I'm giving myself 10 to 15 minutes of very bright simulated sunlight uh, in the first Supposed to do it in the first hour of waking. I'm going to be doing it in the first 15 minutes or 20 minutes of waking, and uh, I actually got one of these things. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see I'm holding up my my Verilux Happy Light Lux light box. It's about it's just a bit bigger than an eight and a half and an 11 inch piece of paper, super thin, and it generates. Let's see if you can see. It generates extremely. Oh, I have to plug it in. It's not not portable. 100,000, or sorry, not 100,000. Is it 100,000? No, I think it's 10,000 lumens of light at anywhere from six inches to 12 inches away from your face. So I have that set up in front of me in my office while I do my you know, reading of the morning news for 10, 15 minutes and drink my coffee. And hopefully the cold shower along with this extremely bright light exposure uh, helps me to you know wake up and get ready for my big workout The third thing I'm trying which I'm, I'm still waiting for this to arrive in the mail is I bought an an infrared a far infrared sauna blanket It's essentially a sleeping bag lined with carbon fiber far infrared sa- um, light emitters and it's used for post-workout recovery. There's a lot of science on how it can help enhance aerobic exercise. There's just tons of science on saunas in general. Not so much science on far infrared. It's a relatively new type of sauna um, in the world, so the science is really, really behind on it. So the emerging science is very promising that it offers the same benefits as a traditional sauna does. But I'm waiting for that to arrive in the mail. and I cannot wait to use it in a couple of ways. One, I wanna see if it actually helps improve post-workout exercise endurance adaptations. So it's almost like running for an hour and then sitting in this sauna blanket for half an hour or 40 minutes just extends the workout in a sense. But I also want to use it for recovery. So an hour before I go to bed, I want to hop in there for 30, 30, 40 minutes. Get the body nice and hot, maybe get a, a nice little sweat going on, and and let that those far infrared light rays penetrate into my muscles and joints, tissues, and provide some sort of uh, some healing and recovery. Because I'm going to be going harder than I've ever gone before, so I'll need that. So yeah, those are the those are the three main things I'm looking forward to trying. In my training as I start the next week. Uh, I'll let you know if any of them seem to be doing anything or if it's just all in my head. But you know what even if it's all in my head and it's working I'm okay with that too. So just wanted to share with you what I'm about to embark on in terms of my triathlon training and if you've got any experience with any of those three things I mentioned or you just want to talk to me about your own triathlon training I would love to hear from you at the lonely triathlete, all one word, the lonely triathlete at gmail.com. So that's me signing off, starting a new year. I wish you the best in your new year of training, and I'll talk to you later. Peace.